This is How to Talk to a Man. I'm Jeffrey Mark Levine. Today, my guest is Isabel Darling. She's a dating and relationship coach, and she helps overachieving women ignite their feminine energy when dating so that they can attract and keep the relationship they most desire. And I want to start off by saying congratulations on your engagement and your upcoming marriage. That's really wonderful. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, I'm so excited. There's so many emotions going on, but mostly a lot of happiness and a lot of excitement to just share this with family. And yeah. (laughs) It looks like you've been able to take what you've learned through your own dating adventures, meeting the right guy, getting engaged, getting married, and you've created something called the love journey method. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm writing a program all about it. And it's basically how to go from dating single um, to engaged or married, if that's what the woman wants, or to a committed relationship, however it looks like for the woman. Um, And it's six steps. Um, and I'm very excited about it because this is actually, these are actually steps that I took myself when I was, when I decided to date again, when I decided I want to get married and I want to have my happily ever after too. And these steps are amazing. It changed the whole game for me. So it's really exciting. So I'm curious when you say you you took these six steps, did you actually sort of have an idea what the six steps were and then kind of launched into them? Or are you kind of like looking back, reflecting on how it went for you? Oh, yeah, that's such a good question. Um, so it started off with Rory Ray. I found her work on feminine energy and just leaning back and not focusing on just one man when I'm just dating. Um, and so after everything, after I embodied my feminine energy, after I managed to learn how to have fun and become attractive and, and not just physically attractive, but in energetically attractive to men and understanding men more. So after I did all of this work with her and after getting engaged, I did look back and develop these six steps so that women don't have to go through the chaos that I went through Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. my dating life and they could just breeze into it and have fun. Well, what I love about this is that a a lot of times, like what we talk about on here, like how to talk to a man, it's about uh, very often about verbal communication, but communication comes in a lot of forms. It's like, you know, energetically, what are you communicating? So, Mm -hmm. um, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, this whole masculine feminine energy component is really, obviously, really important. Mm -hmm. Can you say a little bit more about why it's so important? Okay. Yes. That's an amazing question. Um, so we, from little girls, we're programmed to be in our masculine energy. Uh, we're programmed to, if we want something in this world, we go and get it and we work hard towards it. Um, yeah. So me as a Latina woman, that's how my parents taught me if, 
even in relationships, you have to work hard to have a successful relationship. And when I learned that it was quite the opposite, um, it was just like such a huge game changer for me. When we're in our feminine energy, we allow ourselves to attract a masculine energy man. And when we're in our feminine energy, we're just in this energy field where we allow ourselves to just be in the moment. And I find that when I go into my masculine energy in my relationship, I'm energetically just leaning forward and sort of demanding things and demanding an outcome from certain situations with my fiance. Um, and it's very pushy energy. And I, I catch myself doing that. And I notice that he doesn't like that. And it's like that with any, any relationship. But when we allow ourselves to be in our feminine energy, when we allow ourselves to just be in the moment, we connect with the man so in a more fluid way. Like you said, a lot of women are brought up to be in their masculine energy, especially those that want to be successful, that you are constantly doing, going after what you want. Mm-hmm. How does um, someone in you know, moving over to her feminine energy, still get her needs and desires, you know, expressed? That's a really good question. And um, I actually asked myself this when I was learning about masculine and feminine energy, because the first reaction that I took from it is, wow, so is feminine energy just being a doormat and just sitting there. Um, but it's quite the opposite. Um, so what I do with my clients when they go into this response of it being doormat, like I tell them just allowing yourself to just be in the moment and being in your feminine energy allows you to sit back and actually be more in tune with your wants and your needs And what I do with my clients is we get into our feminine energy. She sits back, she feels her way through her wants and her needs. And then we visualize this light inside of them. And when she's with her man, when she's in front of her man, we, she visualizes her light shining out Mm. and when we actually want to express it verbally to the man, we do it in a non-demanding way, in a letting go way. So let's say she wants more affection instead of her saying, why don't you give me more affection? I need this from you now or else. Then instead of doing that, we do the visualization with the light shining out towards him and She sits back, just like Rory Ray taught us. She sits back and she says, I need more attention. And in such a way that she does not expect him to give this to her. She's sort of, in a way, expressing it to herself and radiating that light out. And it sort of sounds like it then opens up the uh, possibility or the invitation from him to be in his masculine energy, which is, oh, this woman that I care about, this woman that I love, 
mm-hmm. is ex- saying that she needs this. And so I'm more willing to, to give it to her. Yes. Yes. It t- completely creates that space for him to step into the masculine and it gives him trust. It gives him that feeling that she trusts him to give this to her. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is there any room for a woman to be in her masculine energy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So this is something that I have to admit I've been struggling with a lot um, just because I'm starting a new business and I've found myself just constantly being in my masculine energy and um, working from home with my fiance. It's sort of difficult to balance out um but it's it all comes with practice and it's sort of like lately i've been visualizing it as a, a switch so mm-hmm. i come into my office i switch on to masculine energy and it's sort of like playing with it and seeing what works and what doesn't and what feels good and what doesn't feel good. Sometimes it does feel good when I'm in my masculine energy and I'm getting things done in my business, but it doesn't feel good when my fiance comes to visit me in my office and I'm still in my masculine energy. Mm. So the second time around, I played around with that. I was in my masculine energy in my office. My fiance comes to visit me and I flip the switch and it's difficult at first to just flip that switch. But what I like to do is put my hand on the table and feel how cool it is or play with my hair and just feel how soft it is and just look at him and just allow myself to be there in in that moment instead of rushing him off and trying to keep finishing what I'm doing in my office, just allowing myself to be in the moment and sort of play with those roles, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I I can see it kind of clearly that when you're in your feminine energy, it at least it sounds like what you're saying is that there it's about being present, mm-hmm. being here now and really getting what's going on with you and w- what you're feeling. And the masculine energy tends to be a little bit more up in your head, maybe like, what do I need to yeah. do? What do I need to make happen? And really learning to recognize where you're operating from. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's, it's so important, but it gets to be so fun once, once you get the hang of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like until you sort of conceive the the two, two things at play, it's hard to flip that switch because you, yes. you're just, you're just kind of floating and it's like, well, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, so, and, and something else I want to ask you, this whole happily ever after, um, journey that that a lot of women want and is specifically come to you what are some of the things that get in the way of that something very common that happens is when the woman is just dating and she meets a man that she really likes and she just focuses solely on that one man when they're just dating Mm -hmm. um this is a very normal thing that happens i 
I would do that myself as well when I was dating. Um, but this, when you just focus on one man early on in the dating stage, it often kills his attraction for you. Just because when we focus on just one guy, we tend to invest all of our time to this one man. We tend to invest all of our thoughts, um, our plans, and we start strategizing to get an outcome and to move the relationship forward just because we get so excited about about the man. And when this often happens, when we start strategizing to move the relationship forward, this gets us into our masculine energy. And we're very energetic beings and men often do feel this when the woman is pushing all of that energy towards him. So it gets to be a turnoff for him. And this is such a common thing that happens when a man ghosts a woman in the dating stage. And then the woman doesn't understand what happens. And um, yeah, so that's one of the main things that that happens and that holds back the woman from getting to their happily ever after. And, and I, you know, like, again, the way you described it, it was so perfect. You, you know, you, you end up in your masculine energy. You can't help it because you're, mm-hmm. you're strategizing. But like at that early stage, that must be such a difficult shift. Uh, and it's the only way I can, I can think of it. It's like, ah, what am I going to do? I, you know, he's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, Yeah, we start strategizing. And like you said, we begin to think, oh my gosh, he's so perfect. He's perfect for me. And we often put him on a pedestal, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but in the beginning stages of, of the dating, um, it's good to allow the man to pursue us because this is what he wants to do. And with us giving us, giving him that space to, pursue you it's it changes the whole game and and i wonder it probably almost feels better for the woman when she lets go and he actually comes toward her and and makes it clear to her that you know i want you i'm interested in you i want to pursue this that must that must feel wonderful yes yes it totally does and i remember when i started listening to Rory Ray and I began to date. And then I heard Rory Ray say to date more than date more than three. I remember her saying, Whoa, okay. and you know, I, I just felt so weird to me, but then I, I began to try it and I learned so much about myself and leaning back really felt so strange. I felt so vulnerable and, yeah, it it just felt so strange to me. But then getting through that, it was just dating felt so much fun and yeah, and light. It just felt light. Yeah, and I think you know when you say that you you felt vulnerable, it takes. I've I've noticed that it takes a, a lot of strength to allow yourself mm-hmm. to feel vulnerable. Yes. 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 Absolutely. This has been great. I really appreciate you uh, coming on here and talking to me about this. A lot of great information. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for being here. This was a lot of fun.